Here's a thought. What if you woke up to find you'd won $20,000 every month for 20 years? Imagine the possibilities. Set for life from New South Wales Lotteries. Grab an entry in-store or online today. Welcome to the Far Post Perth, powered by Outside90.com. listening to Far Post First, brought to you by Outside 90. Today I have a guest with me by the name of Bobby Despotowski. Some of you know him as a Perth Glory legend, but he's also now the coach of the Perth Glory women's team. Welcome, Bobby. Hi, Donna. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I cannot complain. Even if I do, nobody listens. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm here to listen today and so are all the... Um, all the listeners across Australia, because you're quite a popular name. Um, but mainly the conversation today is about discussing the women's team, the open um, season of this week, um, just after the Wanderers game. Give us a brief on what's going on down in the women's camp. Yes, we are in the final final week of preparation, um, uh, sort of on the end of our pre-season. And uh, obviously the first game is uh, fast approaching on this Sunday Against um, Western Sydney Wanderers. Yep. Um, everything going. Everything is going okay. Um, I think we are more balanced team than last year. Uh, sure. We are fitter than last year, and we got, uh, I, I believe, better players than last year as well. Fantastic! And so you've welcomed back um, Sam Kerr, who's a very big inclusion, and everyone talks about her. Um, so, well, will she be captaining the side this season? Absolutely. Uh, Sam was our captain last year as well. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, she, she sustained an injury quite early That's in right. the season, and unfortunately, wasn't one of those injuries where you can lay off for one or two weeks and then come back. She had a season-ending injury. Sure. And um, that was unfortunate for us because she was uh, she was greatly missed in the in, in our team. Yep. But um, you know, she she went to America. Uh, she recovered from the injury, played the full season over there. Uh, come back fully fit, and uh, now she completed the full preseason with us, which is um, which is great for us and uh, great for WA football as well. Well, that's exactly right. A lot of people associate the women's glory team with Samantha Kerr, but you've also got a few other um, attacking firehouses with Rosie Studden, Vanessa Di Bernardo on your team. You've got a very strong side there this year. You've got Carla Bennett. You've also welcomed. Um, Patricia onto your squad. What's the de- team dynamic in at the moment with everybody? How are they all mingling with each other? It's 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 very very positive. It's uh, it's very um, um, very sort of a, a relaxed atmosphere now at this point of time. Everybody's going along with each other, and the atmosphere of training is um, is, is great. Perfect. It's um, obviously I've, I've been in, involved with football a long time, and. Yes. Uh, this is the best atmosphere that I've seen in in long, long time. Wow, that goes. To, that which goes is to say uh, which something. is which is great. You know, it's uh, the the girls going along um, just fine, and uh, you know, when when we train, everybody's uh, everybody's down to business, do their business, and then uh, we can have fun and uh, you know, kick the ball around or yep. take a mickey out of each other or yep. <laughs> whatever the girls' banter is. You know. Oh, good. That's awesome. And. Obviously, prior to coaching the women's team, you were coaching the under-20s down at Glory. What's the difference like between coaching the young guys compared to coaching a women's team? 
you see the the, 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 the dynamics, the, the physical physical attributes of the boys you know, at that age and the girls yep. uh, are completely completely different. Obviously, I try to introduce something um, fitness-wise from the boys to the girls' side, and obviously last year didn't didn't work. Sure. So we had quite quite a few injuries last year in the preseason and during the season as well. Of course. Um, and um, w- once the season was over with the, with the girls, I was uh, I was sort of analyzing my own performance in 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 a way to see what could I do to to improve. And I, I came to the conclusion that the preseason was completely wrong by me, and uh, and that's why we changed this year. And um, our sort of uh, uh, physio department with NAF. Um, Took a little bit more charge in in getting the girls fit, Great. and um, and it's 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 uh, less sort of uh, on their body physically, yep. and also also works on the on the fitness, which uh, I can see now on the end of the preseason that we are much much fitter than last year. That's fantastic, and obviously with the women's team, most of them have full time jobs as well. Um, how do they go about juggling, you know, full time job, playing football, training? You know, after they're not training, they still have to keep fit, go to the gym. How do they juggle all of that? As a coach, how do you get them to juggle all of that? It's very, it's very demanding. It's very demanding. That's why we, as a coaches uh, and uh, and physio and, and the backroom staff and everybody else, have to be very accommodating to uh, to those uh, demands from their normal normal sort of a life. Because as we know, the money in women's football is not that great. Yes. You still do have to have sacrifices and everything else as a man. But you don't have a man's salary. Yeah. So uh, in that in that way, majority of them that are from WI have uh, full-time jobs. Yes. Um, whoever works, wherever. So um, we have to accommodate the starting times of the of the training sessions to accommodate all of them finishing sort of at five or five thirty in the afternoon. Wow. So our training sessions have to start about six o'clock, six fifteen. So we are very, very lenient towards somebody being late. Obviously, we don't want them to rush on the on the road in the, in the peak hour and somebody, God forbid, have an accident or anything course, like that. So we yeah, don't want to do course. that. But um, yeah, we are we are very accommodating to that because I understand uh, I'm I'm full time employee as well. So yes. on the end of the day, we all have to juggle all of all of that, inclusive of um, of football. On the end of the day. Perfect. And what are you, uh, what are your thoughts on this season? Who do you think your um, strongest opposition is going to be? You know, there's a big following this year. A lot of people are talking about the women's league. Um, you know, Adelaide's up there. Melbourne City won it last year. They're tipped to be the favourites again, um, as they are in the men's uh, men's league. So, who are your who do you think will be your biggest opposition? Look, I think I think Sydney Sydney recruited very very well. Okay. I think they're gonna be they're gonna be very strong. Um, you, you always have your Adelaide in there, Melbourne City obviously winning last year without the defeat. Uh, Canberra, Canberra is in there as well. So, so those are the predominantly four sides that uh, practically on the start of the season is guaranteed top four. Yep. So, 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 so we we practically going to try to knock any of them off to get into the top four, which is our our collective sort of. Uh, Target this year, Perfect. and I did not come up with the, with the target. The girls come up with the targets as well as the coaches wow. and the backroom staff. So we all collectively come up with a mark with the, with a mark that we need to get into the top four. 
that's so by, that's the target of the all the all the whole group. So by the sound of things, you guys work in sync very well. It's not just what you want or what just the coach want. It's what the players want as well in order to reach your goal. Let's say absolutely, so, yeah, absolutely. And um, so there is, as I said, there is hype about the women's um the women's team this year. Uh, as I said at the start, Sam Kerr coming back. You've got your first game of the season. What is there to? What should the fans expect? You know, we're hoping there'll be a big crowd for them this weekend. What should they expect um, going from this weekend onwards for the season? Look, we um, we 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 expecting from ourselves to to perform at the at the highest level that we can. Yeah. And um, expectations from the crowd is only normal. With sure. you going in there and you're expecting your side to win, that's the normal sort of expectations of from the crowd. Yeah. Obviously, with that expectations. Um, we want to perform um, and play good brand of football as well to satisfy that side of the uh, uh, crowd as well as the, as the result side of the of the affair. So on the end of the day, we just want to we want to win, but we want to win with a, with a, with a good brand of football. So we attract more girls to the game. We are sort of ambassadors for the game in this take yes. as well in the in the girls side of the of the of the game, and and also we um, we would like to. Build sort of a girl side of the Perth glory to the next the next level. Fantastic. Yeah. We on. do have we do have also philosophy that we are not going to be buying the whole team team in the in Perth. We will introduce the young talent from WI, slowly building a mean to perform on the on the on the highest level in the girls' league. Great, fantastic. Well, that's awesome to hear with what's going on in the Perth team. You've obviously got everything under control with the women's. Let's take a little bit um, a sidetrack to the men's A-League side. Um, what are your thoughts so far on this season as an outsider, not being part of the senior coaching staff or coaching the youth league anymore? You're with the women. What's your what's your point on what's going on at the moment over there? Oh, look, obviously, it was a, it was a little stumbling block last uh, last week against Brisbane. Yeah. Obviously, um, Brisbane is very, very hard team to beat, especially at home. Of course. And I was reading somewhere that they, they haven't lost a game in a long, long period of time. Yes. Um, it's 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 a difficult place to travel to Brisbane. It's a long flight. Um, uh, it's humid. It's uh, all those things play its part. Of course. But nevertheless, the Glory understand that, uh, and and the first team understand that they did not play that well to get anything out of the game like uh, like they said in the, in the press conference this is not me just making it up yeah. um, and they and they need to improve simple, simple as that of course. and uh, the best way to improve against against Western Sydney this this week that's the, that's the best way to enter all the critics around the around the place and uh, you know, just put the ball in the back of the net and win the game and uh, everybody's going to shut up. It, it seems to be the going trend um, at the moment with people. If the Perth Glory don't win, um, they're as bad as they were last couple of years ago. If they win, they're the best at happening. seems to be the thing over here in Perth and that's what they like to hang on to. They've got a very strong side. Like for myself, not being a Perth Glory player, uh, fan, I look at the team sheet and I get scared when I look at their attacking. You know, now they've got Adam Taggart coming back in. What do you think he can bring to the squad? You know, they've got Keo and so forth, who so far who has found his form all of a sudden, which is great. Now Tagar is going to be introduced. Who do you drop out of that side who you think should come out of that side to replace him? Well, you said you said everything everything right there. So obviously Kenny is going to have a headache. Yeah. If um, if if um, Adam Target is back, he's going to have a headache. Who who is he dropped? 
you know, so, so you know, in the last couple of games, the target wasn't there and he was injured and not on the bench and maybe we didn't have out our striker to put in when, when maybe Kiel was struggling a little bit or, yeah. or you know, so, so, so those things play part. But now, on the end of the day, you're playing at home, completely different uh, maybe game plan. Sure. Maybe we're going to go and um, just smash him on the, on the counter or whatever Kenny and his coaching staff are, are doing it. And you're gonna have a headache now bringing the people in. Yeah. So and 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 make and make sure that the people that are that are coming in do the job for you. Otherwise, otherwise it's no point changing the changing the side. Absolutely, it's a very strong squad um, going forward. You know, you've got the likes of Chris Howell, but also there's the defenders and so forth. It's a strong team. Look on paper, and when you see them out there, um, it frightens me sometimes. And obviously, it's a good thing for a coach to have that sort of headache, to have that depth in his team to bring in. So. It's obviously very positive for them. Let's just sidetrack a bit more just to our national team and just your thoughts on that before we finish up. Um, what are your thoughts on the national team at the moment? He's omitted um, Tim Cahill, which was a big out for a lot of people. Um, Antipostokoglu said it's because he pulled up Saw uh, playing in the A-League and he wanted to get him fit for future games. What are your thoughts of keeping him out of the national team? Do you think this is and going forward without Tim? Is this what he's trying to do? Um, not necessarily. We're playing. Uh, who are we playing? Thailand. Thailand. Yep. Yeah. So, so you you have to see who you're playing first. Yep. Do we have enough. Do we have enough firepower on the bench without on the bench and in the team without Nika Hill. I, I believe so. Especially playing against Thailand. Sure. Um, it does. Maybe he wants to really um, save him for the next round, or just give him and prolong maybe his. Uh, um, not to get him injured because we just have to remember coming back to Australia, hard ground, middle of the summer, hot. Yeah. Uh, yes, we're playing one game a week, but nevertheless, the, 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 he's going into that uh, sort of a mid 30s age group. Of it's not easy to recover. You need a lot more days to recover. Plus, the, the, the body and the joints aching from the from the hard ground, it's not yeah. easy to play on, on this ground here. Yep. So all that plays a part, and, and and if you don't rest the body and you don't have enough time to rest the body, you just fatigue very quickly, and that's yep. going to lead to injuries, and then you don't come back from the injuries as as quick as a 25 year old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all that plays all that plays part, and then he might lose Timmy Cahill for longer than just. Uh, qualification of one or two games. Yeah, of course. And, and maybe that's what he doesn't want to do. That's what he's trying to avoid. And they've obviously welcomed back uh, Josh Risden has been picked and he's now in the squad. Um, what do you think the door's opening for Josh at the moment? I When I first saw him play years ago, I said that this kid is going to be a wonder kid. He's I find him so calm on the ball. He's fantastic. He goes out there and plays 100%. Even when he doesn't have the best of games, you know he's trying how do you think this will change Josh's um, career path now that he's been picked up again for the national team? Look, I don't think he's gonna he's gonna change he's gonna change much. Yep. You know, obviously he's gonna play in the national team if he's, he's picked, and he's gonna do the job the best the best he can with the maybe better players around him and on on the higher higher level. Of course. And uh, the, the 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 challenge now for Josh is to get into the side and stay into the side. Yes. So I, I occasionally say to all the young players, uh, even when you're going through the trials and everything else, to get into the side. That's the easy part. Yeah. That is the easy to get here. 
Yep. To stay here is twice as, twice as hard. Of course. So you need to separate yourself from the rest of the guys, which you already did, but now you have to stay in the side. You have to because show Because imagine why. that if how many right and left fullbacks we have that can be adapt- adaptable to one or the other side in the country. Yep. A lot. And you are chosen one and everybody else is gunning for your position. Yes, so you need, to, you need to be the best to stay in that position, which I believe that if he, if he, if he have a chance, he's going to do the, the, the great job. Yes. Now it's up to the coaching staff to give him, give him give a him chance that. or a sniff, and then it's up to him to stay in there. Give him that opportunity. And just to finish absolutely, off, I, I believe that he can. I believe, I absolutely believe that he can. And just to finish it off, on um, Tim Cahill coming to the A-League, he's obviously been the talk of the town for the last four rounds. Everybody's talking about him. There's been a bit of negativity behind him coming, which baffles me. Um, and I'm not a city uh, supporter, so I think it's great for the game. What are your thoughts of Socceroo, ex-Socceroos, people like Tim Cahill coming back to the A-League? Look, we all we all wanted uh, Socceroos to come back to A-League to lift the profile. We all wanted that. Yep. Obviously, obviously uh, some of them come back and, uh, and sort of... Uh, I don't know, embarrass themselves. Some yes. of them come back and being great yep. uh, for to lifting the game and stuff like that. It's not, especially for the guys that have been out of the country for a long time. Yeah, A League, A League is not easy league to play, and if you don't have right frame of mind to come back into this league, maybe we're not technically advanced as France or England or Spain or Italy or Germany, where you play in your football before you come back to A League. But we can run, tackle, and pass you around. Yep. So if you're not above that, you're going to be kicked, and yep. you're not going to have enough time to play, and eventually people are going to start talking. Yep. You know, if there is another soccer coming back, and he can't stand out in this league. Yep. yep. Which many, many did when they come back. Of course, yes. Yes, so, so on the end of the day, we yourself. want people to come back here yes. and play football. And, and, and Tim is doing that. He, he lifted the profile to the next level. Obviously, he's ambassador. Everybody knows his track record. He's done everything everywhere in the, in the world and where he played. Everybody is, is a lot of hype around, uh, hype around him yep. and, and stuff like that. And he's doing that in A-League. And you know what? It's, it's, it's the performances that are talking on the end of the day on, on the pitch. And so far, He's been great for the league and for the club. Yeah, and that's it. And, you know, for, and for the country as well. He's he's come and he's he's respecting the league. A lot of players come over here and they think it's going to be easy because the league is fairly new still. They don't know Australian football, how far it's developed. And a lot of people are saying that players that come over here, they don't respect the league. They think it's going to be a walkover. But it looks like that. Yeah. he's come here and he's like, no, I know what this is like. I've played with some of these guys. I've got this. So it's quite positive. That's awesome. Thank but you so much. Works. Works exactly the same with the with the overseas players that we're bringing in. Yeah. They have they have to be better than what we got here. Of course. And you know what? 60, 60 70, maybe eighty percent of the time, we didn't we didn't get that in first seven eight years. No. So. So no. on the on the end of the day, even the players that are come into this league as overseas players, as an import, they have to be chosen and they have to understand that this league is not easy to play. No. They need to understand the complexity around it. Um, so who's your, who's your tip to win the league this year, the A-League? The A-League? Yeah. Um, Who do you think it's, is going to win It's a hard it? one so far. So far, the most balanced team uh, in the league is, is Sydney. Of course. 
So, so on the end of the day, they, they, they have balance around. They don't have maybe the big names and, and whatnot, but they, they do the job. They're, They're doing, doing the, the job. job. And uh, it's good to see uh, Brandon Hill is, um, is playing in the side that, um, that are doing so well and uh, giving them that balance in the, in the middle of the midfield. Yeah, it's a very exciting league. It's quite close at the moment with everyone. Anybody can win it other than Paul Wellington Phoenix, who I tipped to be in the top four this year. But you know what? It's early days yet, so we'll see how they are at the end of the season. Don't 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 say that twice. Remember what happened to Adelaide last year. Oh, that's exactly right. That's what I have to keep reminding <laughs> myself. Well, thank you so much, Bobby. It's been an absolute pleasure um, Not having a problem. you thank on. You. Thanks, everybody. You've been listening to... Far Post Perth. You can find us at NIB Stadium this weekend uh, while we do fan interaction. Thanks for listening to the Far Post Perth, powered by Outside90.com. Here's a thought. What if you woke up to find you'd won $20,000 every month for 20 years? Imagine the possibilities. Set for life from New South Wales Lotteries. Grab an entry in-store or online today.